0: they asked, like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? (laughs) Because I'm at the point, you know, I used to (laughs) let, yeah, I used to do those you know put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling (laughs) Um, self-conscious. This is truly such a genuine endorsement. I've really enjoyed using these products.
1: But don't just take our word for it. In a third party, double blind, dermatologist supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back.
0: Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com/justbreakup. That's p r o s e.com/justbreakup for your free consultation and and 50% off your one of a kind formulas pros.com slash just break up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder.
1: And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody whose boyfriend won't call her beautiful, in addition to like a bunch of other things. But before we <laughs> <laughs> dig in, uh, we want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners.
0: No, we are not professionals, we are not trained in this. Uh, So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love and or dating. So uh, today's letter comes to us from always nice, never beautiful, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from a lonely place. Dear Sam and Sierra, TLDR, my boyfriend won't call me beautiful even on request. The backstory is the fact that my current partner, he, him, let's call him Jack, told me in a pretty insensitive and unnecessary move that his long-term ex-girlfriend was a model. I really struggled with this. The context of him telling me was my asking if a girl on his Instagram was an ex, him telling me that she was just a friend's girlfriend, and me saying, I'm relieved she's not your ex because she's really pretty and I felt intimidated. To which he responded, well, I definitely won't show you a picture of my real ex then. I found it hard not to interpret that as him saying I should be intimidated by her. I already did feel intimidated knowing how much he loved her and how long they were together. It was a six-year relationship that ended 10 years ago, but only because she found work on the other side of the world and had to move. He already mentioned her a couple times, never referring to her as his ex, but instead the girl I fell in love with. I asked him if he'd loved any other girls he had dated since, and he said he hadn't. I asked if he's still not over this long ago ex, and he said, I don't think you ever really get over your first love. Though, I later did a survey of my friends and told him that they were all over their first loves. (laughs) And he Uh backtracked and insisted he meant in a different way. I'm not over any of my exes. But just because they were nice people and I miss them in my life is what he said. Mm -hmm. All of this is deeply concerning to me because it seems like he may very well still be romanticizing this long-ago relationship. And I'm worried about his ability to love me if he's never loved anyone since. Toxic. Oops. I... I, toxic move, I know, asked him if she was more attractive than me, and he refused to compare us, but conceded that she was indeed very beautiful. Okay, this letter is going to get a lot worse, but I just want to pause here and say that is a toxic move because you know what the outcome is. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you can't, there's no, I mean, so just take notes, pals. Don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> because it's impossible um i mean it is p- very possible it's, to like rate people but it's go ahead
1: it is really possible to respond to that question in a way that is helpful <laughs> and this man did not
0: <laughs> yeah and at some point sierra had to learn how to stop asking these questions because <laughs> so true. i fucking never liked what i heard and it never <laughs> affirmed me the way my anxiety wanted to be affirmed that's 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 the 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 mid letter letter call out that I have to say is that those toxic questions that we know are toxic that we just need to ask because like we just want to soothe our little wounds. Never soothe them. It never soothes them. <laughs> and also respond accordingly, you assholes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. My already low self-esteem plummeted and my body dysmorphia has kicked back in tenfold. I've since spent the past few weeks driving myself crazy trying to desperately to find a photo of her online <laughs> with literally nothing to go on except the brand she modeled for and the country she moved to. I don't even know her name. Oh my God, I would That's 100% wild. do that. I would, that I would do it. I would do it, man. I would scroll for hours. <laughs> Um, I would like cut them out. How would you even know if
1: you found her? (laughs) Like, it's just like,
0: I don't know. She's wearing like a I love your ex boyfriend t shirt.
1: (laughs) There it is, absolutely. (sighs) I still love Jack, just like, yeah, yeah, blazoned on her forehead. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. every time I shop online, I look at the models rather than the clothes and wonder, is that her? Did she look like that? Also, another mid letter timeout, I 100% do this, like, in my mind my spouse's exes all look like rugged yet feminine LL Bean models. You know what I mean? Like.
1: <laughs> Legit. That makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine that being true. It's not true. <laughs> Isn't that
0: wild though? Isn't
1: that wild though?
0: It's not true. She, like, my my spouse, like, legitimately doesn't have a type, and every single one of her exes looks 100% different than the next ex. Oh, that's um, funny. But it it is, like, this, this morbid fantasy, like, self-harm that we do where we're like the hottest person i know is is dirt next to my fantasized about the exes of my current (laughs) i I, I I really ruined that joke but what i'm trying to say is like (laughs) the hottest person we know doesn't even compare to the imagination of us about our you know our partner's exes okay Anyway, <laughs> that's
1: funny. I'm like, when I think about Peter's exes, I'm like, yeah, they probably looked really dorky because like, that's his type. So oh my like, God,
0: you are uh,
1: it's like, yeah. funny. I don't know. He's dating a dork. So he probably dated other dorks previously. Like I don't. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Continuing the letter writer writes, I talked it through with my therapist and decided that the real issue was my own insecurity In the relationship itself, we've been together for only three to four months, depending on whether you count talking nonstop online before actually meeting up. And things have been extremely turbulent since our very first date. The turbulence in a nutshell, I found out that he lied about his age and freaked out a little that he was two years older than I thought because than I thought. He got mad at me for being upset and said he needed time to think about whether he wanted to see me again because he, quote, wanted a peaceful person in his life. And I was bringing, quote, drama uh, he said he'd message the next day, but he didn't. So I sent a lengthy message to tell him I felt like I had been gaslit and that he was wearing a mask. And he got really angry at the message. We somehow made up, but he's never been able to get over the message and has since ended things more times than I can count over tiny things like me cooking a bad me- meal or finishing off the shower gel. Additional I side just... note. I I know. <laughs> Whew, I hope horrifying. y'all hear I hope you, y'all hear yourself in this letter because I'm hearing myself. I'm hearing the list of things I could I could write about an ex that I stuck around for and it's embarrassing. Not that <laughs> you real. and I should be embarrassed, but that like I hope y'all are hearing the lengths to which we con- we go to convince a mediocre person to stay with us.
1: <laughs> you said it you said it
0: <laughs> uh, okay here we go additional <laughs> additional side note i found out only recently that he's still lying about his age and is actually four years older than i thought that's a red flag Love to me that.
1: absolutely um, a stupid that's thing a red flag about.
0: more than anything else it's like why why? why are you
1: lying about this? And then when you got caught, why are you lying about it again? Like, it's just so inconsequential. Do you know who lied
0: about their age?
1: <laughs> Your most recent ex? Yeah. <laughs> of course uh, he did.
0: <laughs> not to me. Not to uh, me, but to somebody else. Like, after we had, like, a first little fling years ago. And it, when it, he like, lied
1: about having cancer? <laughs> yes.
0: Same time. Same timeline. Yep. Same timeline. Uh, he apparently uh-huh. told his other girlfriend at the time that he was, like, Eight years older than he actually was because, because he was like 20 at the time. And she was like definitely in her late thirties. Anyway. (laughs) So anyway, the letter writer (laughs) writes, for all those reasons, I've been pretty insecure. I call him my boyfriend, but I have no idea if that's what he is, he says it sometimes and other times he says we're just, quote, seeing each other. He's asked before if he can see other people, which I've said I'm not comfortable with. He's since agreed not to see other people and says he hasn't been with anyone since our first date. But the last time we saw each other, he said he's still, quote, curious about what's out there because he wants to, quote, meet his person which kind of sucks to hear. I've decided that it's my (laughs) job to work on my self-esteem, but I really need more affirming from him too. I've asked him on multiple occasions to pay me more frequent and better compliments. He tells me I quote, look nice, but will check out other girls and say that they're really pretty or even incredibly beautiful. He says it's shitty of me to pressure him into telling uh, me, I'm beautiful, that he doesn't like to be forced to say things, and that I need to be patient. But he used to call me beautiful all the time. I don't understand why this is so difficult. Surely every girl needs to be told this. I tell him how handsome he is all the time. In our last text exchange last night, he told me, I want to go back to looking forward to seeing you. And I told him, I always look forward to seeing you, but I want to go back to feeling like I can talk. To you about anything. He replied simply, This is breaking me, and we haven't talked since. Mm. Maybe I need too much reassurance. Maybe I asked too many questions about his exes, but I never wanted to talk about exes. I didn't need to know that the love of his life was a model. I still don't see why it's so hard to tell the girl that you're with, that she's beautiful. Does Mm -hmm. any of this seem salvageable? Do you have any advice for how I can move forward with healthier communication? I really want to go back to just getting along I like this guy so much. I sometimes want to tell him I love him. I feel like if he'd only be willing to listen and talk things through and empathize a little bit more, we'd be okay. But this guy, quote, hates deep conversation. And I feel like he can only tolerate me when I'm happy. And increasingly, I just feel sad. I can't fucking wait. (laughs) I can't fucking wait to get into this one. Go
1: ahead. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Uh, always nice and never beautiful that you are in such a uncomfortable position with this, uh, trash can of a man. Uh, and I am sorry that he is, um, inflicting this level of harm on you. And I, and I read your letter and I feel so much empathy And, um, and sort of pain in the fact that you're taking the way that this man is treating you and internalizing it as somehow your problem. And, uh, Sierra and I are going to sort of call out some of the big red flags and troubling behavior that this man is exhibiting towards you. But before we do that, I just want to hold you in this, right? It is not your fault that this man is treating you so poorly, right? It is not your self-esteem, it's not your jealousy, right? And I think that there's a space for us to talk about what it looks like for you to work on your self-esteem, to challenge some of these ideas around jealousy. And I think that that work that you can do needs to come in a place that feels safe and stable and is fertile ground for that type of self-work. And this man is not a place where that ground is fertile. So we're going to talk about some of the things that we think are troubling about this man's behavior. And also we're going to talk with you and big you up around all of the different ways that you are deserving of a beautiful love, that you are a beautiful, beautiful person, regardless of whether or not this man will tell you. And hopefully, you know, leave you feeling like you have the power to decide what and how this relationship looks like and whether or not you want to be in it. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break.
0: You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach.
1: That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-carat gold jewelry. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us.
0: And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and-
1: Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. And being patient during my many interruptions while reading <laughs> your letter. I want to talk about a couple things today, just bullet pointing them. I want to talk about uh, what does healthy communication look like when you're talking about something uh, potentially triggering like exes, right? What does that mm-hmm. look like mm-hmm. in future relationships? I want to talk about, why we're prioritizing the idea of this man over the actual physical facts of this relationship. Um, Like why, why you're doing so much work and how tiring that work can be in such an early relationship. Right. Um, And I want to talk about exes in general. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um which one do you want to go into first? I feel like the 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 middle topic is the most affirming. Like why are we wasting time on people?
1: That's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. not
0: that you're wasting time. I I'm I'm TLDRing it. Uh I feel like this person Sam in his notes When we wrote, when we review letters and pick them, (laughs) Sam just wrote, this man is trash. And I don't, I'm not saying he's trash. Like we've all been in different points of our fucking ability to be available. But I don't think this man is trash because he dated a model. I don't think this man is trash because he has a history with other people and that he finds other people attractive. Like, I think there's... There's something to be learned here, which is, one, you're never going to meet somebody with with a blank dating history mm-hmm. or neutral preferences for other people. You're never going to meet somebody who doesn't find other people beautiful. And for a lot of people, my past self included, that was really threatening and uncomfortable because... Like you said, it would just like you, the letter writer wrote, it would just trigger my self- low self-esteem and I would, I would desperately seek out chances for that person to prove or disprove their attraction to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like, do you think I'm more attractive than this person? Is a trap that your anxiety thinks is either going to soothe you? Or somehow prove the inevitable hidden thing that you know about yourself, but nobody else knows, which is that you're undesirable. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that sort of like, um, you know, question it's, we think it's going to soothe our anxiety, but our deep fear is that it's going to prove our anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Um, absolutely. And the more that the healthier actually soothing thing to do is to say, oh, I'm feeling insecure. How can I make myself feel desirable, worthy, beautiful, lovable without having somebody else have to prove that or having this little game in which one person is more beautiful than another person and therefore they're yeah. hierarchy, you know, like that, that. It's it's never going to work, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's never going to work. It's reasonable why we do it. I've done it. I've been a part of that. I, I was afraid of Willow's fucking L.L. Bean exes forever, <laughs> even though they were non-existent, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I get it. And also, even though Sam and I want you to break up with this trash man, your next relationship is going to have a history, too. So how are you going to... Get comfortable with the discomfort of other people's history. And this man does have some trash red flags, trash, trash behaviors.
1: (laughs) Yes, I think all (laughs) of that is true. And And there are relationships can be safe spaces to open up our insecurities and be affirmed. Yes. <laughs> like yes, it is yes, okay yes, yes, for yes, that yes, to yes. happen. This is not a, and, you,
0: like, like it is a yeah. you issue. And it's also just like generally not a you issue.
1: <laughs> if Peter met one of my exes and said to me, I'm feeling really insecure because it seems like your ex is so much more attractive than me. My immediate response would be to say, Oh my God, you are beautiful. You are so handsome. I am with you because I, I want to be with you. Right. And it would not feel like an imposition on me. It would feel like an idea of thank you so much for sharing how you're feeling about this and let me support you. Right. Like, let me say some of the things that might help assuage this anxiety. And it's not a burden and it's not, I'm not like, Oh God, figure that out for yourself. Right. Because We're in a reciprocal relationship where we want to affirm and hold each other in our insecurities, right? Like in the same way that I go to him and I say, like, I think all of our friends hate me. Right. And he's like, they don't, they love you. Here are places, right? Like those types of insecurities can be tended to by other people. They don't have to be a hundred percent our own. And I think the issue here is that what's happening is that you're going to this man, who seems for whatever reason incapable of holding your insecurities in a way that doesn't exploit them. Right. And yes. And like, I want to (laughs) be what this man is doing to you is called negging and whether he's doing it intentionally or unintentionally, the practice that he's using is leveraging your insecurities to keep you wanting more from him. Right. Like, and the behavior in this is like textbook negging like the thing where he's like, where he, literally this comments of like, oh, I shouldn't show you a picture of my ex because she's so beautiful, right? Of course, the implication is that you should be intimidated by her. You should compare yourself to her because she is so beautiful. I'm, I, she's so beautiful, you can't even see it because you're going to feel bad about yourself. What other interpretation of that are you supposed to have besides the fact that he wants you to compare yourself to her and find yourself lacking so that yeah. you have to do all of the work to try and convince him to be in a relationship with you, right? The stupid thing about lying about your age, where then he took his deceit and turned it back on you and said, you're crazy for calling me out on this lie. Classic nagging, right? Prove to me you're not crazy now, right? I did a thing, I gaslit you, and now it's your job to prove to me that your reaction isn't valid, right? That you have shit to do. And also this other thing of breaking up with you, every time you cook him a bad meal, what the fuck is that? What the fuck, <laughs> that fuck is, is that? Like, I I'm like my fingers are tingling right now because I'm so <laughs> mad at this person. <laughs> and this other thing where he's like refusing to say whether or not he wants to be in an exclusive relationship with you and telling you that he's still curious what's out there because he has he wants to meet his person. Yeah. This is negging. This is literally saying to you, prove to me that I should be with you. And I'm going to insult you in order to get you to try and tell me that I'm wrong about you, which is like it is a I don't want to say he's doing it intentionally, but maybe he has read the fucking book about it because there are many about them. (laughs) Right. But this type of behavior is deeply manipulative and it is deeply harmful. And I'm so sorry that he is doing this to you and that you are you are feeling like you need to respond to it in the way that he wants you to respond to it. But from an outsider's perspective, this man is not someone that you want to be in relationship with. What pains me deeply about this letter is that the question that you're asking us is how do I have better self-esteem in this relationship
0: so that I, what this yeah.
1: relationship is all about is undermining your self-esteem, right? Right. He's exploiting it. He is, in, again, intentionally or not, but literally there are books about this intentionally or not. He is exploiting your insecurities and then pointing the finger at you and saying, you're insecure. I don't I don't need to do anything differently, but you are the one that is the problem here, which is absolutely not true. He and I like again, like I said before we started before we went into the break. I would love to talk with you about what it looks like for you to build your self-esteem up because you are worthy of that, right? Like you are a deeply lovable and beautiful human. And I believe that absolutely. And I want you to see that, but like, I don't want you to find that so that you can somehow convince this man to want to be with you. And I don't want you to find that in an environment where the, the ground is falling out from under you constantly. And that, that, sense of self-doubt is being exploited by someone who wants to keep you in his pocket and control this relationship so that it works for him and in no way for you.
0: Yeah. I think everything you said is literally, um, gospel, Uh, as a (laughs) agnostic person. um, I also want to say that this letter pulls me in a lot of directions. Like it you know, in one paragraph, I'm like, Oh my God, this guy is such trash. Like these are such red flags. These you're working so hard to convince him to pay attention to you. You know what I mean? Um, Mm. And so in one paragraph, I'm like, fuck this dude. And in the next paragraph, I, I also see underneath the, the, the field of red flags are these seeds of anxiety, seeds of low self-esteem and, you know, what I'm going to guess is an anxious attachment style. I have no fucking clue based off of the letter, but um, I often in letters, like not just this one, but in general, I feel drawn. I feel torn between being like, well, fuck this guy. He's obviously not giving you what you want and saying in the next relationship, You know, that's why I feel like I led with this idea of exes, you know, in your next relationship, um, how can you, how can you create a secure and safe relationship with yourself in the weeds of anxiety and attachment and, and insecurity and use that as, as fuel for, you know saying no to a relationship that is is not very good.
1: The way to tap into your own self-esteem is to like get out of this relationship, right? To stand up for yourself. Yeah. To, the way to challenge your anxious attachment style is to stop repeating the patterns of trying to trick people into loving you and instead recognize right. you are worthy of a better love than this.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, there's no world in which you can feel secure and confident in yourself when you're with somebody who's constantly setting these traps for you and your insecurity and, and profiting off of it. And there's also no way for you to feel secure. If, if the, the means in which you've been taught to get reassurance are feeding into his, his control of you. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yep. And I'm, I'm sure that this dude, would write into this podcast or would never listen to it. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure that, he dude, would write if you're it.
1: listening, get your fucking act together. <laughs> <laughs> I also just want to like make it really clear that I don't want you to take what Sierra and I are saying and use this as a weapon against yourself. Right. Right. Like to, to say like, Oh God, how did I not see this? I am so stupid or, Oh, but I still really like him. So I'm like a shit human who likes a trash man. Right. Like I don't want you to take this as, as some sort of, um, evidence of your own flaws or your own like unlovableness, right? Like Sierra yeah. and I are saying these things to you, not because we think that there's something wrong with you and you need to fix yourself. We're saying this because you are so deserving of love and we want you to see that. Right. We want you to be able to take a step outside of this and recognize the fact that you are worthy of a love that doesn't make you work this hard. And we know that it's hard in these situations to find ways to see clarity, to extricate yourself from the relationship. Right. These types of relationships where the person is like giving you crumbs and those crumbs taste so delicious that because you're otherwise starving is real. And Sierra and I have mm, both been in relationships so where that is. That was true for both of us. So like, I deeply understand why this is happening and why you are in this place. And I think our invitation for you is not to say, I'm a terrible person. I can't believe I'm letting this happen. And instead say, I want a love that's going to be affirming. I want a love where I say, I'm feeling not pretty today. And they respond, Oh yes. my gosh! I oh love man, you so, so much. You're so beautiful, yeah. right? Yes. That's not unreasonable. That is a relationship that is available to you outside of this man. Yeah. And, and so don't take this to say to beat yourself up with. Instead, take it as something to build yourself up with, because that's yes. that is how we intend it.
0: Yeah, I feel like so often we get into these relationships with people who. Are, you know, they they drain our energy, they make us feel insecure about ourselves, they they keep us on this back burner, you know, but keep the heat up just enough to make us feel like we could potentially be the front burner one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, yep.
0: and it's so easy and natural for us to instead of saying like, I don't really want to be someone's back burner, to say, like, I need to prove what mm. a front burner person I am. You know, Uh I just, or in this, in this context, you know, we just need to have the right conversation. He needs to hear me talk about my feelings in the right way. And then he will understand and he will change his behavior or he will commit to me or whatever. Like it's something that I'm doing not well enough. And I just need to keep trying. And then one day it'll click for him and he will be, he'll decide he wants to be with me. He'll decide that I'm beautiful. He'll decide that I'm deserving of hearing it, all of these things. But in reality, we have to say is this person as they are showing up right now in this moment, Treating me the way in which I want to be treated, the ways in which I want my friends to be treated, you know, the way I want my child to feel about themselves when they date. Like, am I being cared for in all of my human complexities, in all of my flaws? Mm. Yes. Yes. Do you need to continue to work on your self-esteem? We all do. Absolutely. That is the best gift that we could give to ourselves. And... At the same time, is he treating you well? No. And why are we fighting for it? Why are we fighting for him to get his act together to therefore then prove something? You know, like it's so tricky. These relationships are so tricky because I still feel that way. I still feel this deep wound in me that wants to prove how lovable I am to the people that rejected me in the past or who, who never loved me the way that I wanted to be loved, but that's not on me. That's on them. That's their, that's their life path. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Before we sign off, I want to give you a couple of examples, examples of what this could look like, even in simple conversations with this person. Side note, I don't think you're going to get the answers or the response nah. No. Or the reciprocal energy from this person, right? But I think that you could, in the future, when the person says, um, you know, I don't know, I want to look for other people, or I'm still looking for my person, then you can say, I understand. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great summer. Don't know who if- <laughs> would
1: want to love you, but fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, don't listen to Sam right now. <laughs> say... Um, okay, that sounds like you are not considering me as your person while you actively date me even if you don't call it dating. That makes me feel undervalued and disrespected and I'm going to take my time, body, energy and affection elsewhere, right? Mm-hmm. If he says some if he if he blows up at you and ends things because he doesn't want to call you beautiful, then you can say, "Have a great time dating other people who who need less than I do. I feel like I need a reasonable amount of affirmation. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you, basically. Um, (laughs) I don't want you to take those notes as like, this person is, is not worth this. He's not worth this energy. Uh, He's not worth this insecurity, especially three to four months in. And I know that it can feel like giving up, but you're not giving up. You are, Moving forward, it's to me, it's not a defeat, right? Because the purpose of dating is to not make every, you know, shaped puzzle piece fit, right? It's about finding the right puzzle piece. It's not about jamming that puzzle piece in until he fucking calls you beautiful. You already are beautiful. And the Mm -hmm. fact that he wants to withhold it is a fucking super red
1: flag to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Again, my love... I am so sorry that you're in this pickle, right? Yeah. This sort of like cycle of, of you reaching out for love and him in withholding it. <laughs> we'll I of intentionally. it is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, and again, I, I can, I deeply understand and relate to how difficult it is to see outside of that cycle when you're in it. Um, and I at the end of the day, I think what's here and I just want you to know is that you are worthy of love. That doesn't make you work this hard. Uh, you are worthy of being loved and affirmed. Affirmed, Absolutely. Your needs around having someone tell you that you are beautiful is not irrational or weird or silly. Super reasonable. Right? And, I, and the idea that you want to find places to affirm yourself, to have faith in your own beauty or competence or kindness or whatever it might be is absolutely understandable. And we are with you in that. And this is not the space for that, right? This is not a space that is conducive to you figuring out and finding what it looks like for you to, to, to find that confidence, to be able to right. tell yourself and uh, and assure yourself in that way, because there's somebody who's actively undermining that throughout this relationship. So, right we're with you. We're holding you in this. And, and we hope that you see that, that we love you and we want you to find some place that's going to be able to be a fertile ground for you to do that self-love, that self-care that is so important.
0: Thank you so much for writing. We hope this
1: helps. Absolutely. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more content from us or if you would like to get episodes without ads, you can support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as ad-free episodes on the main feed. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod.
0: You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about... All matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise.
1: Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers, giving them relationship advice.
0: Just Breakup is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcast and his music and remember. Love does take work Relationships take work They do But they don't take The level of turbulence That makes you feel Insecure, unloved Unlistened to, devalued They take work But they don't take this much work Striking the balance between the two Is hard But we can do hard things And if all else fails,
1: just break up.